Now let's talk about tactics. Scare tactics. With the element of illusion becoming as real to us as our religion. I mean, when Siegfried and Roy become as real as St. Peter and Paul, can you dig what I'm saying? Dig what I'm saying. With that being said, we gotta know that a tactic is planned out. The enemy had to plan that thing out in order to stifle you and take you off your game. But a lot of times, we can be our own enemy. Great day one and all, this is none other than your brother, XL Wilbur, reporting to you live from your side. If you decide not to oblige, well, that means you choose the blues. You probably somewhat seeing red with your hands on your head instead. And with that being said, I'd like to welcome you all to something I like to call Scare Tactics. That's right, this is the podcast that takes the pros, the cons, and turn them into Louis Vuittons, baby. I mean, we give a practical exercise to every fear that we're going to address on this show. If it doesn't happen to be a physical fear, it could be a mental fear, an emotional fear, a spiritual fear. We're going to take that fear and we're going to make it work for us toward the end of this show. That's exactly what we're about. It's about letting you know that the life we long for, the goals we long for, the experiences we long for are in shorter distances than we could ever imagine. With that being said, let's jump right into it. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for rocking with me, allowing me into your home, on your workouts, in your cars, wherever you are listening to this. I'm just grateful that you're doing so. And we're going to start this series off called the ABCs of Fear. And that is exactly what it sounds like. We're going to take one fear each week. And how many letters are there in the English alphabet? 26. So that means we got 26 weeks to knock out these fears alphabetically. And today we're starting with A for age. Age is something that could either hinder us from moving forward out of fear that we don't have enough time or have us hovering on cloud nine over the competition because we feel like we got all the time in the world, but not really progressing to get anywhere because we feel like we got that time. And I'm reminded of a time when this young lady named Aaliyah, beautiful young lady, she told me that age ain't nothing but a number. And I had to think about that thing. Because I said, yeah, except when you break the law and tradition, <laughs> those are two times when your age definitely come into account. And before we even get any further, let me open up the floor with this question. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Ooh-wee. I know I'm in some people's pockets with this one. Some people shaking in their boots right now because we lie about our age all the time, don't we? But at the same time. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? And it led me to think about a Three Stooges scene I seen when I was younger. And one of the guys said, when were you born? And the other guy was like, I don't know. And he said, what do you mean you don't know? And he said, I was too young to remember. And I was like, wow, it's so much truth in there, Curly. It's so much truth in what you just said. Gospel truth right there, Reverend Curly. You said a word. It's because none of us truly know when we were born. Because we only have an account of the people who tell us that's when we were born. We don't truly know. We just take that word for it. And when you talk about an answer for this question of how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were, how old do you feel? That's the way we answer it. How old do you feel? How young do you feel? Because we can lie about your age all day wanting to be something for somebody else's satisfaction. But how old or young do you feel? And now we're going to go with the pros and the cons. In this corner, we have the pros. Wisdom, independence, freedom, experience, and a heightened perspective on life. Now let me take a side note for us this heightened perspective on life because we got a love of life and knowing that this life ain't just a Polaroid picture, but it's a big picture and looking at it in that sense. That is a pro to age. They say it's coming with wisdom. 
independence as a young adult, and freedom as a youth, knowing that we ain't got that responsibility. Experience, you say it comes with experience. Time, age comes with experience. So you're able to speak more from experience because you've been through that thing as opposed to guesstimating everything that you go through. And in this corner, we have the cons. Lower immunity, mental and physical decline, loss of energy, fear of death, responsibility, and the tag team champions, mid-life crisis. And of course, that sounds like a list of side effects from one of those medication commercials. As I'm reading this, that's what touched my spirit. So when you talk about lower immunity, look at our current pandemic. We talk about how people with pre-existing conditions and the elderly are more susceptible to die from this virus because of the lower immunity. You talk about mental and physical decline. I got people in my family right now with a, a dementia, Alzheimer's. Some have passed, some are still with us. But that physical and mental decline is taking place due to old age. Then you look at the fear of death, the sense of responsibility when they don't want to adult anymore, which I see more young people use than older people. But at the same time, that's what makes those midlife crises a tag team. Because it takes that sense of responsibility, you lose it because of the fear of death. They team up and create a conflict, which make it a midlife crisis. I didn't say they were a good tag team, but they are reigning as something that can take away the responsibility factor of somebody who's worked so hard for all these things all these years and feel like they're missing out or don't have enough time left. There's the fear of death. And it causes them to risk and throw away everything that they've worked all this time for. They lose that sense of responsibility because of the fear of death, thus making it a mid-life crisis. And now that we have our pros and con teams lined up, we can talk about the three stages of age according to Oscar Wilde, where it breaks it down by young, middle-aged, and old, as a lot of us see it anyway. But it puts a little character and detail on each one of these stages, which is very interesting. Youth know everything in the form of ignorant arrogance. The middle age suspect everything. And I can attest to this because I know mostly middle aged people who suspect everything. And I attested to watching too much news. That's pretty much what I attested to. They, nothing, nothing is safe. Everything is suspect. Then you look at the old who are prone to believe everything. As in being vulnerable. Because like we talked about that mental decline... There's a such genre of scams that prey on the elderly because the elderly, when they go through that mental decline, they're not so sure of themselves, which makes them more vulnerable to somebody who wants to do them no good. Now that we have the pros and the cons in their proper corners, I believe that these three stages of age are the playing field. And I'm reminded of WCW Pro Wrestling had a pay-per-view event called World War III. Where it's three rings, 60 guys, over-the-top rope elimination, last man standing wins. And I feel like that's what these pros and cons are doing. Even though I introduced them on teams, they were all jockeying for position. Whether good guy, bad guy, hero, villain. They're fighting on these three stages of age for dominance, prominence, and whatever it is they get out of that part of that life. They're all going to differ for each person, but they're common enough to where somebody out there right now, I know you fit one of them categories. And if you're here, you probably feel like you ain't in the place you want to be in, even if you fit in one of the pros. 
If you fit in one of the cons, we're going to help you out with that too. So here's how we put these practical exercises to start to like mix this gumbo up a little bit. I'm going to use some quotes and hopefully this sparks the brain to change the world. Check me out. It talked about a Sunday school teacher and a student that had a conversation. And it says, the student said, why did dinos and people in the Bible live so long? And the teacher pretty much said, they didn't know they weren't supposed to. So it's like that if we seek death, it will come sooner than we want, no matter when we get it. So I look at Tupac's infatuation with death, whether it was foreseen or whether it was just an obsession. It influenced me as a youth. My daddy used to tell us straight up, man, we can't just sit and, up, sit and let you listen to Tupac like that. You're not going to be able to understand a lot of what he's talking about. You're too young for that. Your mind ain't ready to process that. But when I snuck and done it, guess what? It pushed me on a careless and reckless path. I can't blame Tupac. I can only blame my own rebellion. I can only blame myself for that, putting myself on that careless and reckless path because I learned that if these grown-ups are scared to die, if these grown-ups are scared of death, and I'm not scared of, I'm not scared, I'm not scared of death at a young age, I already got the advantage. I felt like I was doing something better. And it put me on a reckless path, a real careless and reckless path, and put me into some places that got me the experience that I shouldn't have gotten until an older age. So I looked at another quote when it says, Napoleon Bonaparte and a Hungarian colonel were in exchange of words after the Hungarian colonel was practically apprehended by Napoleon Bonaparte's army. And he talked to the guy. He's basically saying, how old are you? This Hungarian colonel said, I don't know, I say about 70 or 80. And so Napoleon was like, whoa, what? You don't know how old you are? He said, look, man, I count my jewels, I count my possessions, I count all that stuff every day. But nobody wants to steal my years. They'll steal everything but that. I can't replace that. Anything else they steal is physical, they can have it. I can't, I can't replace my years. Nobody wants to steal that. Why keep up with it? But it did teach me this. Guard your time and use it wisely. Treasure it like we do our knowledge. In the Afro-American community, they do have a saying that says, they can't take your education from you. Get your education. It's the only thing they can't take from you. And I feel like that's what we've got to do with our time, too. Guard it and treasure it like we do our knowledge. And the third quote I want to get us to spark our brains in the right direction is, I've had actual troubles and fewer imaginary ones if it weren't for the what ifs. Now, when you say it like this, you're like, uh, I don't want any trouble, XL. But you got to think, the what ifs will hinder you and stagger you from doing anything of production than going out there and taking the chance with your dream. You dig what I'm saying? So to have actual troubles and trials instead of fewer imaginary ones that don't even exist, that's the advantage. So living life lessens stress. And a lot of people say, if I could live it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. You fool. Uh-uh. Not me. <laughs> I cannot agree with that. If I could live it all over again, there would be a few things I'd eliminate, a few people I'd eliminate, and some things I wouldn't do till later on in life when I fully understood it. Some things I would do earlier in life because I had an understanding and just let the time pass by. So I can definitely be one of the people to say, if I could live it all over again, I'd change a few things. Remix! You better know what your boy's saying right here. And it's just a go to say, the what ifs. Let's eliminate the what ifs.
because the what ifs are definitely a hindrance. Now, a concept I came up with looking at where I've been in my life, looking at my age, I said at 33, same age of Jesus Christ when he left this earth, I said, I don't have forever. As I approached 33, I was saying that. I don't have forever. If Jesus changed the world at 33, I can't just be counting my chickens and waiting for them to hatch. I need to do something of impact. I had already done some things, but it did have me reevaluating my life. So I looked at how society shows that we can make it by 40. So in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I was raised, we have a situation called the top 20 under 40. Business people who are doing humanitarian efforts and they, know, and they note them in the magazine or editorial. Second place I lived in, South Bend, Indiana, they have something called the top 30 under 30. Pushed me even more because I was still in my 20s when I moved there. Triad of North Carolina, where I currently reside. Top 40 under 40. Same criteria business people who have humanitarian efforts that are making an impact. Oh yeah, so society shows me I can make it at 40. And I look at a lot of the older guys I hung around when I was younger, wanting to be like them, and they're still not doing anything. They're still stuck in the hometown. They're still not really making an impact on anything around them. And I said, I can't be wishing at 40. It's not for me. I can't be wishing at 40 and I still got time to make a difference. So I want to talk to anybody who may be under 40, not to eliminate my over 40s, but my under 40s. Society has showed me in just the three places I've lived in that you can succeed by 40. You can make something happen by 40. If you at 38, 39, hey, guess what? You got daylight and opportunity. This pandemic has made a lot of things possible for people who didn't think they could do it beforehand. They put a lot more time on your hands, didn't it? If you've really been using it to your advantage, you definitely see what was what while everything else was distracting you. Now you see it clearly. Make it happen. And this is basically bringing us to how we put it into practical exercises, practicalities, the things that we can actually do to make this mind state a constant one at any age. Don't count the days. Make the days count. Have a very vivid curiosity about life and the world. You got to be curious about stuff. You got to want to know stuff. You got to want to learn stuff. You can't just sit here with the knowledge you have. You got to want to learn new things. And another thing is to reinvent yourself, knowing how to grow old instead of hanging on to youth. There is a difference. Now, LL Cool J, he made this example so real to me at a young age. I was like, he was on album number 10, I believe. And I was like, this guy was out before I was born. But for some reason, he's still relevant because he reinvented himself. He readjusted his aim. That's why I feel like we got to readjust our aim. And just because Granny said it may not mean it's your purpose. What is your passion like? What are you passionate about? Not what somebody's telling you you're good at. What are you passionate about? Not to say you can't take the advice of others when they say you're good at something, but you got to look into it for yourself. Will you be happy doing that or are you okay with it being a hobby? Which one is it? Keep your interests and your advancements fresh. Always look for that next level. Always look to advance on what it is you already like doing or what you already good at doing and keep your interests fresh. Like find something else that you are interested in. 
And here's a good example of it. If you look at a clock, you can aim at 10 o'clock today, 3 o'clock in five years, two years, one year, however much of a time frame you give yourself to make a goal. Aim for that time in that time frame. And regardless, life is full and the clock goes 360 degrees, don't it? So imagine what is your time worth? And I promise you it's going to put you in a place to use your time wisely. Next, I want you to look at this. How age is revered worldwide. On the eastern side of the world, old equals honor. They honor their old. They honor their elderly. I read something where somebody was having a conversation. I think we live in Asia. And the younger person says, forgive me for my youth. Like, it's an offense to be so young. I don't deserve to be in your presence. I reminded of like Wayne's words. Like, We're not worthy. We're not worthy. That's what I remember when I thought about what they were saying. Like, forgive me for my youth. You'll never hear nobody over here say nothing like that. Unless they had already offended that older person. So, I look at how it is on the west side of the city. Over here where we at. Youth is praised. People are always reaching for that fountain of youth. Uh, young is what's in. Young is what makes things happen. And there's seemingly no use for the old. But the closing thought I want to leave y'all guys with is this. Check this powwow. With a notion to make a worldwide impact, which a lot of us are willing to do and ready to do, that's why we're here, both perspectives of the old equaling honor and the youth being praised, both perspectives can be embraced to produce well-roundedness and relevancy, check this out, at any age. So there is no age limit to creating a worldwide impact. I've read stories where there's people 80, 90, 100 plus years old that are doing things that are influencing people today. So you can never say that there's an age limit on impact. I thank you for joining me today. Next week, we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to start with the letter B, and we're going to do bullying. We're going to definitely talk about how the opposition is going to crumble at our feet. What they're going to do when the giant hits the ground? He feels the wrath of Hulkamania, and the whole world shakes at my feet. I love that. That is my favorite Hulk Hogan promo from WrestleMania 3. But yeah, enough about me. I'm none other than your brother, XL Wilbur, and this has been Scare Tactics. Fear no more. You have just listened to Scare Tactics, the podcast, hosted by XL Wilbur, recorded and produced in Wilbur Dome, North Carolina. The theme music is Exotic Notion, produced by DJ Nigma. XL Wilbur can be followed on Facebook and Instagram under XL Inspirations and the XL Wilbur YouTube channel. Website is soon to come. Thank you guys for your continued support and your continued push for greatness. Blessings and ammunition. Bye! But we gotta know this an illusion. Sometimes we look too deep into things that ain't even there. And the enemy wouldn't have taken that time to put that plan together if they weren't scared of you. <laughs>